Welcome to A Story to Share, Episode 3. So today, we have a little bonus story for you. (laughs) We're a day late posting, and there's a very good reason for it. So when we recorded this episode, it was with Joan Tercero, and she is from the Philippines. And the episode is all about living in Vietnam, how it's been COVID-free, but how the rest of the world has been affected. And we discuss her life and how she started a business in 2020 and how, you know, Vietnam is thriving and all the things going on around us and what that's like. And then two nights ago, my husband came home and Vietnam's immigration decided to not renew his visa, which they're doing to many, many people right now in the country. And there's a mass exodus of foreigners and a major outbreak. And we have a new strain of COVID, which is a combination of the India strain and the UK strain. They got together and made a baby in Vietnam. And so we have a new variant. Things are completely out of control and things are looking completely different. So not only did it not feel right to air this episode right now, because when we recorded it, things looked much different, but also personally for me and my life, my life is being completely uprooted. We found this out 48 hours ago and have a plane ticket booked in three days to leave Vietnam. I think it's a pretty valid reason to be 24 hours late on posting the podcast, and I hope that you agree with me. Now, One thing I do want to say about this is when you live abroad as an expat, this is something that happens a lot. Um, It's not uncommon to get some sort of notice or get a job or something happens and they're like, okay, you have a week, you have two weeks, go. You got to get your visas, you got to be here, you got to be there, you have to leave there, whatever it is. So uh, as somebody who's lived outside of the United States for 10 years, Even though this was sudden and it was abrupt, it hasn't been particularly painful in the sense it's more infuriating that I've lived in this country for four years and paid taxes and, you know, been with people here and built a life here and all of a sudden we're just getting kicked out, um, which doesn't feel good. So with that said, listen to the episode. We're still going to air the episode. It's very interesting. Uh, Joan is still in a... Her name is Joan, and sometimes she goes by Joan. She's Filipina. And so depending on the accent, that's why it'll be one of... You'll hear one or the other. It's J-O-A-N. In the episode, you'll hear about her situation. And it is very interesting because the Philippines have been in lockdown for forever. Her boyfriend's from Germany. He was here. He got stuck here. And then he left. And now he can't get back. Her business partner's in Thailand. And now she also is dealing with what she's going to do next. Because she's also an expat here. And all of the expats, unless you have um, a residency card, are facing the possibility of being kicked out of the country. I mean, you can't make this shit up. (laughs) Welcome to the world of being an expat. 
Uh, without further ado, here's Joanne. And I also want to say just one thing. Uh, we will still be posting. We will still be running the podcast. I am relocating to Portland, Oregon in the United States, but we are not going anywhere. Keep listening. Keep liking and subscribing and supporting us. We love you so much. And here's Joan. As we look at this situation from our own micro perspectives, but then we zoom out, it's a challenge for everyone. However, you decided to start a business. Yeah, during this time. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so um, I, I think it was quarter three of last year where, uh, like, you know, the world is very uncertain. Why not just yeah. throw in some more uncertainty? <laughs> I know, I'm like, what else could go wrong? No, uh, <laughs> it, was a, it was a business idea two years ago prior to me going here. It's just that the, I think the situation back then is it's going to be, I mean, it's still hard now. But before, it, I think it's, a, it's just a timing that's not right. Um, but the idea has been there. I actually made like a business plan about it. I, I made the um, a deck with the old ideas, and um, and I think last year I was able to find that you know sweet window of opportunity to why not start this, try it out. I mean, I mean again, if you know things don't go well, I can find another job, go back to you know work for another great company. Um, and then I was fortunate enough to have really good connections in the in the HR and talent acquisition community, not just in Vietnam but in the region. And I was able to bring in and um, invite one of my network people to you know look into this business opportunity, um, what I'm planning to do, and let me know if you're interested as well to do it with me. So. That's another interesting um, thing during the whole uh, setting up of the business is that my business partner is based actually in Thailand. Mm -hmm. So our business people is very much COVID um, set up. So it's all remote. Uh, our business was set up in another country remotely as well. Um, so it's all online. So I was, we were doing the business plan, video call, Zoom, whatever tool you use or WhatsApp. And then um, then he finally decided after a month of you know talking back and forth, bouncing back ideas. And then he said, okay. So he he was also in the same situation as I am. He was in between jobs. Um, he can also find another job. There were job offers for him as well. But he was like, okay, I think it's also a good opportunity to look at what would happen if you try this out so it's it's a lot of leap of faith it's a lot of risk as well it's a lot of just you know embracing the whole uncertainty and then you know why not let's let's, let's do this so so yeah so that's how we started um it's been running for i think we're going five months already um we are doing it at the pace where you know slowly but surely we're also we're still of course considering the fact that the, the world is still very uncertain so we're very realistic with 
how we set our goals, um, when do we hire more people, what are the type of clients that you know we want to work with. And at the same time, it's also learning the dynamics between the two of us. Um, I think we were able to slowly know each other as well, even though we're not working in the same um, location. Right, because your business partner is in Thailand. Yes. And your business, which is called Peoples, is registered in Hong Kong. Is registered in Hong Kong. Yeah. And have you ever actually met your business partner in person? Not yet. Um, the, the funny story about how I met him um, online or, or remotely is he was initially recruiting me for a role in Thailand last year. Before end of uh, 2019, we were already talking. Um, until it did not materialize, he moved to another company and worked there. Um, I was actually, we just kept in touch, I think. Um, and then when I was looking for another opportunity somewhere else, I'm like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm in, you know, looking for another opportunity or I have this idea, uh, you might want to look at it. So that's how we started. Um, I think it's it's also how the world works right now. I mean, it's not, we are given a lot of tools. Definitely technology has been around for so long, but I think it's how you use them for your advancement and for you to create something that's great. So, so yeah, so we all did our business planning by a video call. Um, I think it's also that constant communication that we said that we have to meet at least once a week, um, like formal meeting, and then every day we do exchange ideas via messenger. Um, but it's also not taking away the human side of, of things, even though we're business partners. We also had that session where we sat down remotely. And, and had that talk of, okay, these, these are the things that I am good at. These are the things that are a challenge. These are the things that I want to improve on. And so it's, it's more of like assessing where the two of us are at that stage. So we, we were able to build that good partnership where, okay, I know how to support him uh, remotely uh, at certain situations and he knows how to support me. It's, it's, it's not as easy as probably how I'm, I'm describing it. It takes a lot of um, investment in terms of, in terms of time. You have to be trustful also. Uh, and you have to be very transparent of, okay, these are the things that will work for me and these are non, the non-negotiables. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah, so um, we are now four in the team. We, we've onboarded two more. Um, for now, part-timers, um, and everybody's working remotely. And we have um, successfully supported a few of our partners to hire in countries where we're not there physically. So so it's feasible. Um, you just need to you know find your way around on how to achieve your goals during this whole uncertain situation. Absolutely, and I mean, it's the same thing in any business. Mm -hmm. You have to communicate. Yeah. 
you have to work through things. You have to give people, you know, to set boundaries and expectations mm -hmm. from the start. Yeah. Whether you're in the same room or you're, you know, you have a screen mm -hmm. in front of you. And, you know, it's better it's not. Mm -hmm. And with your business partner, you know, from yeah. what I know of, you know, our time working together, it's fit. Mm -hmm. And so it's been working. Yeah. Which just goes to show that, you know, this whole, this whole idea of working remotely, you know, COVID, COVID didn't create something new necessarily. Mm -hmm. It sped it up. Mm -hmm. These trends were already, if you go back and you look at YouTube videos and TED Talks and stuff from 2016, 2018, even, they talk about what we're doing now mm -hmm. as the future. Yes. It's just that COVID forced it on us. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, you know, the business model and everything you're doing, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. it, it all works. Yeah. But there's also this aspect of, you know, you're in Vietnam and you have all this freedom, mm. but borders yeah. are also a restriction. Right, right. So, I mean, as much as it's easy to, in an ideal world where none of what we're dealing with right now exists, it's, it's very easy to just, you know, he flying here. You have over there. Happy. Um, so that's where I think where you have to exert more effort because of how the situation is is uh, set up at this point. Um, but I think it's not too difficult in a way that we're all used to communicating online, meeting with people online. So it's just a matter of how do you make it work and to your advantage when you're setting up a, a business. I mean, it's it's not e definitely not easy. We're still dealing with the whole um, anxiety of, of you know starting a business of what do we do well, next year, learning, no matter what yeah learning along the way um, there are days that one of us would be like so annoyed that like, okay I'm, I'm taking this day off it's not working for me today and then we bounce back the next day so and and that is true I mean it's it's just embracing I think like what I was sharing earlier it's embracing everything that you can experience during this time picking the things that works for you and then the rest I mean we, we need to adapt and learn how to make it work absolutely mm -hmm. yeah. and I think that's the name of the game right now yeah that's true. pick what works for you adapt mm -hmm. and make it work yeah with all these you know <laughs> pieces of your life in different places what's the most challenging thing for you now mm -hmm. I think the, the most challenging is just not being distracted of the things that I can't control. Although it's difficult. Um, it's difficult that I can't see my family even if I want to, even if I can. I mean, monetary-wise, mm -hmm. but of course the whole situation won't allow you. Um, it's challenging not having a concrete timeline i think that's i think if, if it's if there's anything that's the most challenging for me because my personality is like i need even if i watch a movie you know some people they'll they'll be annoyed at you if you tell them the ending 
Me, I'm cool with that because you know the whole story won't change anyway. No, the only person I've ever met. That's okay with that. No, I mean the whole story won't change anyway. It's just it's right. still gonna be the ending. Um, but because for me, I I am the type of person who wants to know what, yeah, when's the timeline, what's the end goal, so I know what I'm aiming for. Um, so not knowing when. Yeah, it's it's the most challenging because I can't. Even if I can control everything else, this this part is like I have to wait, and and patience is something that I have to learn a lot, especially during this situation. Um, I'm used to doing okay. Well, like when I want to do something, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Like even if you know, leaving corporate, I know my mom was a bit. She was a bit teary eyed when I told her, but um, for me, like when I want to do something, it's also me proving to myself that okay. You can achieve whatever you set your your mind into, but I think now it's it's patience that I'm also learning. Patience in all aspects, like patience of supporting my family, even if I'm doing it away from them. Patience of accepting that I have to wait. It's it's. I think it, this whole situation is a whole waiting game for everybody. Uncertainty. Exactly. Um, I have to be patient on, okay, when do I see my boyfriend again? I mean, it's not easy being away. The, the situation is that it's, it's we're used to it, but the idea that, you know, it's cool to have you around more often and, you know, in the same place because we've, we've done it before and it's cool and it's nice. Now I don't have that. You know, we can't set a date on, okay, April, I'll be there. I think I can relate to what you're saying really strongly because it's a matter of you don't know when. Mm-hmm. You just don't know yeah. when. Yeah. You can't say when. You can't yeah. say that it's going to be in three months. You can't say that it's going to be in six months. You can't mm-hmm. say that it's going to be in two years. Mm-hmm. There's the, the unknown yeah. is beyond what we've ever experienced before. It's a yeah. different sort of unknown. When can yeah. I hug my mom? When can I, you know, it, it, and it's uncomfortable. I mean, it's hard. It's uncomfortable yeah. in the sense that you can't really do anything about it. No, and and nobody can. Exactly, exactly. You can only find as much comfort as you can from whatever way you work around or find means to at least like lessen that feeling. But I think it's just a whole situation is. It's a whole waiting game. Um, even with, with our business with people, we have to be patient as well. Um, because the world is not running the way it was run before. Well, it's never going to. It, exactly. And, and things would be changing even you know after this whole situation. Um, so we have to be patient also with how we plan to grow the business. Um, we're patient in terms of you know, accepting that some businesses would be happy to partner with us or to be a client, and some we have to wait until they're ready. So it's it's uncertainty that is the most challenging part, but definitely it shouldn't be something that you know paralyzes you from doing things that you can manage or or do at this point. This is the world we live in. Yeah. We have to accept it. This is the world we live in. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And it's e I think it's easier for us to sit here and say mm -hmm. this in our studio while we're talking without masks. And, yeah. You yeah. know, living in a world where we're not on lockdown for seven or nine mm -hmm. months. However, regardless, this is the world we live in. That's true. And even That's though true. we're free here, we're still affected by the people who are on lockdown mm -hmm. and the people who are locked up under borders. Yeah. Because they're people that we care about. They're people that we mm -hmm. love. They're people that we can't see yeah. or that can't come see us. Mm -hmm. Right? And so it's it's all interconnected. Yeah. And I, and I think that's why I said earlier that if you feel like you are in a, like a, if I'm put it this way, like if you are in a better disposition or a better place at this time, like it's, it, it wouldn't harm you to be a support to people that are not really having an easy time dealing with this whole situation. So, like for example, I would normally like check on my mom every day. It's it's not even asking anymore how they are doing because I know because I hear the news back home and it's not. Well, Manila just went back home. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not easy again for them after you know a few weeks of being not in too strict social distancing. So now it's more of, you know, just making them feel that, oh, I, I am remembering you or, you know, so it's it's making them feel that it's normal in a sense that we talk about things that we normally talk about. Like we have a family chat and what they talk about there is like, okay, what's what's for dinner? What's for oh we have a delivery, do you want to buy this, you want to buy that? So me it's just my message, even in a family chat, is just calling my mom, mommy. Yeah. And then that's it for the day, and then I message again afterward. Mm -hmm. And then just setting that regular calls, um, like the schedule that works for for us. So, so yeah, so those things, um, small things, you know, how we talk about like small things um, eventually contributes to bigger, bigger things. Yeah. I know a thing or two about that. Yes, in the drug coach, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got that training. <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, that was a that was a total shameless ploy to get you to say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I. That no, was not scripted. <laughs> no, it was not scripted. <laughs> but since you said it, I was like, she got that from me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not gonna edit that out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it's a great, it's true, and it's a, it's so important. And I did the same thing. I call my mom almost every day because when COVID started, she lost her job, and then she was like, "Screw it, I'm retiring," mm -mm. and she retired. And I literally call her anytime I have time in the morning. I call her. Yeah, I never used to do that. We go weeks without talking. Mm -mm. And now I literally call my mother almost every day. And we don't necessarily talk about all the bad things happening in the world. We just talk. Mm -hmm. Like I called her, we talked about her manicure, she wants to get a, she wants to get the same nails mm -hmm. as me. She, like, she called them psychedelic, she likes them. <laughs> you know, I mean, like we just talk about whatever we talk about, but I literally call her probably four or five times a week. I never mm -hmm. used to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's not like an anxiety call. It's yeah. just a, hey, I don't know when I'm going to get to see you again. Mm -hmm. There's only X amount of time on this planet. Yeah, I'm going to call you as much as I can because this mm -hmm. is the world that we're living in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the same also with my personal relationship with my boyfriend. It's 
we already have that um, rhythm in terms of Obi Wan because he's working in a different time zone, so mm -hmm. we have to adjust with yeah. it. It's four hours difference. Um, I think it, it's also helpful that we have we have that level of trust um, and we understand how we are as individuals. That okay, if you're not replying now, it doesn't mean that you know you're doing something weird or what. It's just you know it, it's time for us to work. So, um, and it's the same with my business partner. I mean, it's I think it's difficult to trust when. We don't really know the person, but I think what worked for me and my business partners eventually, we were we were working on building that trust. Um, it takes time. Yeah, it takes time, and and I think now that we know each other more on a personal level, we actually had this with chat and conversation. I think that was last week. We were talking about it. It can be difficult to be business partner with somebody you have a very personal relationship yes. with. And then he, he told me that, but you know, partner, I think we're becoming friends. And I'm like, yeah, I know what you mean. And and like and that's a, that's a nice thing that you know we are now transitioning into a different level of um, knowing each other that we are becoming friends. What I'm referring to is um, you're you're friends initially and then becoming business partner. But it was funny that he brought that up because he was like. And I'm thinking like, are you saying that we're not friends, friends? <laughs> but but yeah, but I think it's that's one thing that I appreciate. Like we there's a level of respect for each other. Um it's also nice to start a business, especially if you haven't seen the person in person physically, that you set that um level of expectation. And then respecting certain um, situations where you, where you don't disagree, like agreeing to disagree, um, putting that trust in terms of okay, if you want to decide on this one, I'll trust you on this, um, but I'll support you. So it's not we're we're not the type of business partners who are like trying to um, be better than one another. It's it's more of growing together in. In this whole journey, where we don't have any idea at some point what we're doing, I mean, we're not business people. We're, we're HR professionals, so so there's a lot of things that we both learn together. Um, but what's good is that we complement each other on things that we are good at, and that we're not that we still need to do. And I think that would be the case, even if you were. Working together, mm -hmm. I mean, even physically, that's yeah, true. yeah, that's true. It's just that it's a it's a great way to approach the yeah. partnership, and the the idea to have an open mind and to always be learning. Mm -hmm. This is not a competition; it's that you're a team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, one last question. Okay. Um, this way. Yes. Do we have a time? Are we time now? Three minutes. Okay, I have one more question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, just. Uh, Pause it real quick, mm -hmm. and then we're gonna continue. Okay, so I have one last question for you, John. Moving forward, with all of this happening, how have your priorities changed? Um, it changed in a way that I'm prioritizing things that. 
that is some things that I can control right now. Like definitely, you know, being with my family is, is a priority, but at this point, it is important, but I cannot prioritize it. I think it's being realistic with how you set your priorities and your expectations. Um, it's also being, you know, more nicer to yourself that, you know, we don't beat ourselves if, you know, certain things are not going along how you planned it. Um, and it's also being flexible in terms of how you set your priorities. Um, again, it's it's very uncertain right now. Definitely some priorities when you set them, like being healthier at this time, I think it's easier because you, you're limited. Like you have more time to focus on probably more important things because of some things are not available right now. So I think... Setting my priorities in a sense that setting it realistically and also being flexible on how I set my, my priorities. So moving forward, what's next? Um, what's next is still um, continuing with people. Um, it's definitely what I am investing uh, right now with, with regards to you know growing the business, just making sure that we are Sustaining the business and growing slowly but surely. Um, I think it's also continuously working on myself. I mean, I if there's anything that I appreciate with you know things slowing down because of this whole situation is that you get to notice things that you don't really see when you are very busy. So I think that's that's something nice like when you step back a bit and when things go slow more than than you're when you're what you're used to you get to realize the things that you're taking for granted and also things that we are not focusing or putting time in so for me personally it's a continuous growth so so i still try to learn as much as i can as quickly as i can with regards to running um, a business uh, and also like making sure that i am taking care of myself so my family or my boyfriend won't be worrying about me. I mean, it's not easy. It's always, you know, there will always be struggles. But I think it's also focusing on the... I always, I, I think, I always been doing this ever since I was a kid. It's always focusing on the other side of every situation. And like, choosing to see the good in everything. So yeah, so it's it's... I think it's it's a time to just appreciate whatever we have right now and then focusing on things that we can all that I can manage and continuously improve and change. Absolutely. Yeah. Do what you can with what you've got. Exactly. Yeah. Well thank you so much for being here today. Thank you also. Yes. I hope I made some sense. You made lots of sense. <laughs> Yeah, because this is how we talk when we we had our coaching. Yeah, so I guess we also. weren't super clear about that, that yeah, we were yeah. my client for yeah. six months. Yeah. So yeah. we're very comfortable with each other. Mm -hmm. But I think mm -hmm. that's actually a positive thing. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Because it, it's a more uh, relaxed conversation. Mm -hmm. and so, no, yeah. I think everything you said is very relatable for a lot of the things that are going on in the world for people right now. And, you know, not just for people you know, outside of internationally, but also for people, people domestically in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah.
Thank you for having me. Yeah, cheers. And thank you for the free coffee. You're welcome. <laughs> oh no, you have to pay for that. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I told you, you remember that was the agreement. Yeah. You do the podcast if I play you a coffee. Yes, yes. Same coffee. Easy. Thank you so much for joining us today on A Story to Share. This was episode three. We are so grateful that you are here and continuing to join us with this meaningful content to create and build human connection. Please uh, continue to watch, like, subscribe, and share. And you can listen to us anywhere that you get your podcasts. We'll see you soon.